You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Ryan? Michael? I always say that. Ryan? Michael? Good to see you. Let's repeat it back. Yep. How are you? I forgot about ads and we had to do ads today. Yeah. I was like, kind of like, uh, I woke Wait. up on the wrong side of the bed. That's because I had a taffy. You've also got a large band-aid on your knee. Yeah. Softball, man. I made a major league caliber play. <laughs> yeah? Did you get him out? I'm not kidding. Like, I, I'm going to toot my own horn there for a second. My uh, The guys were just like, dude. Because I heard them talking about the play when I was sitting on the other side of the bench. Like, dude, that play was like, and I was like, yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I I made a couple of nice plays. I hadn't played in a while, and it was uh, we won by a run, and they had Ooh. the bases loaded at the end. Ooh. And here's what happened: I turned this double play to end the game, but they, they called him safe, and we ended up. They scored five more runs, and we barely won in that last inning. Ooh. And afterwards, I said to the ump, he goes. It was my bad, dude. I feel bad, but you guys won. So and I was like, oh, he admitted it. He admitted it. I go, we need computers. Oh, man. Yeah. And I uh, I picketed. I was, uh, you know, for That's SAG all. and after. I went to, went to Paramount and uh, did that. Um, so that felt good seeing my other colleagues and people, you know, fighting for something that is, is important. And, That's good. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I think it's like, I'm not going to get into it, but I think the rest of the world kind of views it as, oh, poor actors. They don't make enough money. And no. the fact is that 99% of actors don't even make $25,000, $50,000 a year. No, I know. And there's there's more stories coming out now about like, you know, what people are actually getting paid. <laughs> yeah. Like on my shows. Imagine guys like, like Netflix, you don't get residuals. They nope. get buyouts. Nope. And so it's, it's a lot of stuff. So I just, just get educated on it if you don't know about it. And uh, I certainly have educated myself on it a little bit. Because uh, it's, you know, but it, it happens all over the world. I mean, people working for these large conglomerates that um, are getting treated like shit, paid like shit, mm-hmm. and people are making billions. The top make billions. And I always came, you know, thought of the idea that, you know, if you're making money and someone's an integral part of your empire or whatever, reward them, call mm-hmm. them. It's it's just human nature. And uh, I just don't know what people need with $100 billion or even t- 10 million dollars uh you know if you're making a lot of money it's like uh you know share the wealth yeah share the wealth man it's it's by the way your employees are going to work harder for you they're going to mm-hmm. look think feel that they're respected um and um this is something where the rich get richer and you know um it happens all over, all around the world it's not just with the hollywood driving down sunset there's a bunch of hotel workers are on strike well good well. Yeah. i hope they win it's, yeah because it's, again, what are they getting around. paid? I know. I mean, if, if, if somebody profits $100 billion a year or $50 million a year, says, hey, we profited $50 million. How about I keep 40 and take that $10 million and give it to everybody else who's been working so hard? And the planet's still on fire. Come on, the guys. The planet's on fire. Enough about Enough about I thought about striking, but I got nothing to... I could I could pick at this, but that's really it. Yeah. What? <laughs> no, why don't you go with me one day? I got nothing to strike. Why don't you go with me? Don't you have to be part of the unions? Are they going to stop you from fucking walking with me? Probably not. No. I'm going to bring you a sandwich one day. I'll bring you a sandwich. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Great guest today. Um, and uh, I encourage you guys, if, if you like this interview, um, please stick around and uh, subscribe to the show. Write a review. It really helps the show. We've been doing this for years, and we just started doing better. Um, and that's because of the, the great team I have around me. And um, boy, four years of just... Why am I doing this other than just I love the podcast? <laughs> but um, now it seems like this is this has been a pretty good year and I'm, I'm grateful. And um, thank you, Westwood One. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Ryan. And, uh, you know, it's just it's just 
it seems like we're actually going up a little. Mm. You know, it's we're not at a plateau. We're not going down. We're going up a little. We're not skyrocketing by any means, but we're going up mm-hmm. the trajectory. So that's good. Um, also, if you want to visit the Inside of You online store, we've got so much cool merch. I just got the new Inside of You zip-up jackets. They're freaking dope. And those are selling really well. Um, Sunspin, my band, is... Uh, playing saturday at 5 p.m pacific standard time virtually just go to sunspin.com get a ticket if you want to support the band if you haven't come it's a lot of fun it's prizes it's uh should we give you shout outs we have, we have, I have the big screen up so i see all your names and your comments and we we're playing and we say oh look it's milwaukee john what's up dude and there's prizes and zooms and and you really support the band, and we're trying to do another album. So thank you. You can also go to stageit.com, S-T-A-G-E-I-T.com. Type in Sunspin and get tickets, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, Talkville, I know you guys, I don't really need to promote that. You guys know where that is. Inside of you podcast or talkvillepodcast.com. Uh, you can get some signed stuff from me and Tom. Uh, patron, I'll never forget, uh, patreon.com slash inside of you. And uh, to help the podcast continue to stay afloat without the uh, patrons, uh, we couldn't do the podcast. And that's that's the biggest part of what I was telling you in the beginning, that we're doing better because, you know, of these guys. Uh, the handles, Ryan, why don't you give us the handles? Uh, at Inside of You Pod on Twitter, at Inside of You Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Oh. Also, I'll be, I'm on the cameo, but I'll be uh, at conventions uh tom and i will be in rhode island in september dc salt lake city um so get tickets to that we do uh, an evening with michael and tom and that's a blast we should be doing those events so make sure you look for those tickets on friday or saturday nights i think they are um that's about it for all that jazz uh my dog isn't pissing and shitting in the house as much mm-hmm. so that's good but you have to be on top of him yeah i mean not on physically on top of him but you have to be on top of it. Mm-hmm. You have to let him out still constantly. And mm-hmm. it's, but he's, uh, I love the little bastard, but he's, he's a challenge. He is a challenge. Uh, Rachel Bilson. She's got these podcasts. She's got a great body of work and she was adorable. Rachel, if you're even listening to this, which you're probably not adorable. Mm-hmm. She was, she's so smart and, and fun and light. And she's got a great podcast, broad ideas that you have to listen to. And it's a lot of fun. And uh, she's a great guest. So why don't we just get into it? Why don't we just talk to and get inside of Rachel Bilson? It's my point of view. You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. Hey folks, wanted to highlight something important before today's episode. In case you weren't aware, myself and many of the guests are on strike alongside SAG-AFTRA and WGA. Today's episode and any we air before the strike ends were recorded before it began. So this is just a heads up in relation to some for the topics we may discuss. If you want more info on the strike, visit sag Strike. Org. Now let's get into it. Do you think coffee <laughs> is a date? Okay, my favorite movie of all time is called Just Friends. Have you seen it? 
No. Okay. Is that Ryan Reynolds? Yes, it is. Oh, all right. And in the movie, if you go out to lunch, let's say, it's a day date. They're like a day date that's friends, according to this movie. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's room there. It could be a date. But <laughs> I think coffee is an introduction. Th- thank you. <laughs> I say that too. So you don't need to have a, a response back to them after the coffee if you don't want to. You just, you don't have to go, oh, this was great. And I have to, I mean, I don't respond do to, do to people after like sleeping with them the first night. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. Christ <laughs> on his throne. No, uh, I'm just funny. I'm just funny you like are that. Funny. I think that I don't like calling anybody back ever. So, what? you know, it's like the Irish goodbye, but like. I do the Irish goodbye. For sure. Absolutely. I'm at something, I'm saying happy birthday, doing whatever. Yeah. And after that, and they start to, I start to just. You just like, yeah. Just slip on out. Yeah, you don't need to say goodbye to everybody. No. Oh, my God. That is, like, my biggest, I don't like it. And I don't like the awkward, like, do I hug you? Goodbye. (laughs) Like, do I have to? You're like Seinfeld now. Do I hug you? (laughs) Is this? uh, Well, Larry David is the love of my life. Is this the last time I'm going to see you? (laughs) Yeah. Are we friends? What is this? I do think a lot like that. I have my own I do, too. I think we all have that little Seinfeld in us. Of course. It's just who actually is vocal about it. Yeah. Right. So I, I can't believe how like I never have I ever met you. I don't know. I you always do the safe thing like, oh, it's so good to see you. And then it covers it. No, that's I, what you said yeah. to me when I showed up. And I, in my head, I'm like, fuck, have I met him? No, I meant it's so good to see you. Right. Like, yes. not again. <laughs> Just to see but that you. is like a fair thing to do. Yeah. Especially in this business. And you meet a ton of people. And you see yeah. People. It's, it's a safe like, way. It was really nice to see you. Nice to see you. I, I, I think you're right. I, I think right. that's important. I'm usually right. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Are you usually right? Yeah. Do you admit when you're wrong? Yes. It's accountability is a big thing. I just talked about this. But yeah, it's important to be able to admit when you're wrong. Really? And how do you go about it? Does it take a minute or do you immediately get, you know what? It depends on who I'm wrong. <laughs> it depends on who I'm wrong to. <laughs> uh, it's a powerful thing, though. It's a powerful thing. To take you, accountability? Well, or? when you can look at somebody and say, um, you know what? My, my bad. Let's. Let's move on. That's on me. Yeah. My bad. And even if it's not on you and you take it, that pisses people off. Oh. Like if you're dating someone, you know what? It's my fault. Oof. Let's, that's, pa- is that passive aggressive? Yeah. hundred percent. It is. So yeah, I, I shouldn't like, do that. No, it's a dick move. You can't do is that. Is it a dick move? Yeah. But I just don't want to get in an it's argument. Passive aggr- it's like condescending. It's like, you know, no, you're right. Like, but if you, yeah, you can't do it. It's funny. There's so much like, you know, I, I, I talked to Rob, yeah. who, who you brought along yeah. today. Yeah, Rob yes. Hollis, who started this whole thing with me years ago, and then he left me for Dak Shepard. But it's happened before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I told him, I said, this is a good career move. He knows a lot bigger celebrities and, you know, he knows <laughs> he has more money. Uh, you know, uh, you'll be near Kristen Bell. You should do this. It's better. And of course now he's a millionaire. So, you know, and I'm so just the right move. So really you helped him. Is I there did. like a finder's fee? Yeah. Uh, there should be. I thought right? maybe there would be something, <laughs> Yeah, but there's not, but he's helping you in your new podcast. He is. Yes. Uh, broad ideas. Yes. Broad ideas. When I looked at the subject matter of this podcast <laughs> with Olivia Allen, yes. who's now an actress now, going off to do a movie. Yes. Um, she already got a movie. She decides to be an actress. And can well, you say Well, she's actress? always one of... Oh, gosh. Don't talk to me about what you can yeah, and can't fuck, say. But fuck. she has always wanted to act. And she did a few like small things when she was a lot younger. But now, in her 40s, she fucking landed a movie. I'm so proud of her. Good for her. Yeah. I know. But this podcast, I saw that you guys talk about, like, what I, I like to talk about is mental health. Yeah. And how we deal with it. And it really helps people. There's so many people out there that that listen and say, this podcast really 
saves me or helps me or, and I'm like, what, what, how? And it's just by hearing people like you and, and just like get personal if you do. And, um, but you are also talk about other shit, like, you yeah. know, like ghosts and like <laughs> whatever, which is, which is cool. I think we kind of get into everything here. Um, I never perceived you as someone that's like, oh, I bet that girl's really open and talks. I bet you weren't always like that. No, no, I definitely I put my foot in my mouth many times since this broadcast broadcast. Sure. Broad ideas podcast. <laughs> it's a broadcast. Oh, my God. That just dawned on me. You should have done broadcast. Dude, Change the name. Damn it. Broadcast. Fucking brilliant. Rob. <laughs> um, came with a better idea. Came up with a better idea. Right. Okay. Great. So, now you just summoned him. He's going to come. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. So I was, I've always been very private, you know, but there's certain things. And yes, I've put my foot in my mouth. Sometimes I'm joking around. Sometimes, you know, we'll talk about things that are pretty taboo and people don't think it's appropriate to talk. And I'm a firm believer, especially for women in particular, to have a safe space to talk about all these. I mean, men too. Yeah. You know? No, but yeah, Be- both. Because there's so many things that people feel like, oh, is this weird? Or am I weird? Or or is this normal? And I think that it's just nice to be able to relate to people on another level. Absolutely. I mean, do you do you get so you have you had anxiety, like bad anxiety in your life or depression or have had to deal with any of that stuff? Well, for me, I was never I never suffered from like depression or anything. But the past few years, you know, the pandemic and everything else and things in life, uh, it was new for me. So I've been dealing with that now in my older age. What what is it about that? We when we get older, it's like I never had this shit. And and never my, had it. You my, have it now? Well, I'm I uh I now it's better. Yeah. I've been working on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's taken a while. But it's almost like my theory is that when you're young, your body can take a lot. You can go play football with your friends and you rebound. You can go drinking with your friends and you rebound and it's and it's easy because mm-hmm. you're young. Right. And then the older you get, the more you stress when we get older, our bodies are like, no, fuck you. Oh, yeah. Fuck no. you. I can't take this oh, much stress. My knee has been saying fuck you for a month to me because I fell skiing. So, you know, it's just you can't bounce back. And that's mentally too. I think that, I think you're onto something. Yeah, but have you ever had a full fledged panic attack? Yeah, but that's from like weed or something or a drug. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Tommy's like that. He's like, we just smoked pot, and he goes, he comes down the stairs, uh, and he said, he, he goes, he's from New Jersey, and he said, he literally talks like this. Ryan, he talks like this. He's like, <laughs> and he's sweating. He goes, Jesus Christ, I just like talked myself off a fucking ledge. I was. Uh, he sounds kind of like Irish. I guess I guess so. He's from New York, or whatever. He's New Jersey. He's like you're <laughs> fucking. I just I fucking was looking in my face in the mirror, and I'm like, get the fuck, stop. You're all right. You're not gonna die. <laughs> Freaking out. Yeah. But we can sometimes do that to you. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I not you. Like I'm good with weed. Like we have a good relationship, um, and a very long one. But <laughs> uh, I, yeah, like it's if it's induced and you get in your head. But I, I have I had more. I've had more anxiety like in my older age for sure. Yeah. Plus, yeah. you have a child. I do have a child. How old's the child? She's eight. Eight years yes. old. She's awesome. If and you, yeah. If you hear an occasional squeak, it's my puppy. I know. You just got a puppy. Charlie. Yeah, Charlie, who you said was a week old. Uh, I meant, yeah, I've had him a week. He's obviously <laughs> I knew what you meant. We pretty, already, you yeah, know, thanks. we could already read you. <laughs> but um, what was I saying? Uh, I have a daughter. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> but you have a daughter. But like how, look, it's hard enough to have a kid. Sure. But then when you're co-parenting. Yes. So you're not obviously married anymore. You're divorced. So you're single and you're 
uh, you know, you're, you got work, you got your podcast, you got, you know, auditions, you got whatever roles you're doing and you're taking care of your daughter. How do you, how do you do that? <laughs> I, I couldn't, I could, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> well, you don't, you don't have kids. I, I don't have a child. You have two dogs. I have two dogs okay. as of now, as of now. As of now. Yeah. Do you want kids? I, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I mean, look at the woman I'm with and I fall in love with her and she's like, I, I, and it feels right. Maybe I'd consider. But it's not like a big thing for you that you've always known you've wanted. I think I did. And I think that time kind of has, has passed. It yeah. doesn't really work that way. I can't whistle. Have you noticed that two times? I went. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, that's not there. Can you? Well, <laughs> yeah, not, <laughs> no, not, not so good. So good. I had braces and it took it away from me. My daughter's an excellent whistler. Really? Yeah, I can't do that. Good for her. I know. Um, but the co-parenting. But the co-parent. Yeah, it's just you know, uh, having a kid definitely. Every day of your life, you're like, okay, my kid's alive. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Seriously? No, ser like you have these morbid thoughts of like all the things that could happen, and that adds to the newfound anxiety that comes along with being older and raising a kid. And every day you're like, oh my god, like they could be crossing the street. You see all the. The fucking news, like everything that they put out there, it's always the most horrendous stories. I don't watch it anymore. Well, yeah, I don't watch it, but like on yeah. Instagram or whatever you're right. it is, like it's, you're it's, scrolling, it's, yeah, it's all, and it's all like this person died because they were walking across the street, or like, you know, and it's all of that. So just, it just keeps feeding your fucking mind with this awful, you know, all these stories. I'm like, where's the, where are the positive ones? And it puts it in your head, so I'm constantly like, oh fuck, this could happen, and like, there's nothing more important in the world than your child when you have one. So it's just becomes everything is way more heightened because you're you have this person that you're responsible for. Yeah, but is it hard to just deal with the other person and their schedules and they're like, you're not together anymore. So is it kind of weird? Have you gotten past that? Yeah, no, we're, we do really well. Well, that's good that, yeah. because a lot of people don't. Right. It's all it's all circumstantial. It's all different, you know, situations and whatnot. So we do really well. And my daughter knows nothing but love and you know and that's the most important thing you know yeah so I, scheduling is whatever but you figure it out you figure it out but she is so loved by both of us and you know that's all that's all you really need to that, make sure. that's the number one what thing yeah. i always say that it's just like you know i i you do love scary movies <laughs> sorry well, i was just looking around it's just kind here. of a little thing i don't always watch them yeah i do but there's I'm a lot there's a lot of them yeah yep. it's either documentaries What's your favorite scary movie? I'm calling them scary movies. I mean, probably, I always say The Shining. It just sticks it's with me. It's just directed, like, everything, that movie. It's just that they don't make them like that anymore. No. But there's a lot of good ones. If you ever, do you, do you watch them? Sometimes. It's the only ones, like, I can stay awake for at night. Okay. Well, I have some that are quality. That okay. I can give you a list that you can avoid all the shit that's yeah. out there okay. that gets applauded by Rotten Tomatoes, which I have a thing for. Yeah. Everything's well, 99%. Well, yeah. Are they getting paid? I, don't well, I, I mean, I'm, how could you say this shit is so good? And I you know. watch it and you're like, yeah, that was like a 63. <laughs> oh, so you don't agree with Rotten Tomatoes. I do not agree with Rotten Tomatoes. I think they get paid. I think that somebody pays them. I think the studios have deals. Oh. There's something. There's I something going that. on. I could see that. Yeah, okay. I do. I do. Yeah. And it's like the big critic, the big critics and all that. I, I, that's how I feel. You think And I think a... it's kind of skewed now. Because the whole world is just in a different way. So like, oh, that person, let's let's give them a high score. Uh, okay. I could back Without saying too much. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I know you what You know what I'm saying. talking about, Ryan? No. No? <laughs> I, I don't think you did. Uh, that's okay. Um, you know, I, I wanted to get into like, you know, childhood because your mom was a therapist. So she's, okay. Not a, not a behavioral therapist? Not a behavioral therapist. She doesn't have a degree 
you know, as a therapist, but she has studied her whole life and she counsels and she specializes in sex and, Whoa. you know, all of that stuff. So she taught you about that stuff when you were Oh young? my God. But it's the opposite for me. All my friends want to know everything from my mom and always have. But for me, I'm like, I don't want to, I can't talk. I don't want to talk to you about no, this. No, I don't want it. I don't want to. It's like, you know, it's just this weird thing, but I can. And I'll be like, yeah, mom. Like I totally, like I had sex with this guy. Like it's a very open relationship. Really? Like, can talk about all You tell your things. mom you had sex with a guy. Yeah. I mean, I have. Does she say, did you use a condom? <laughs> She's not old fashioned like that. No, <laughs> she's like raw dog it, girl. No, yeah, that's my mom. Give her the old RD, the baby. Old RD. No, she's. It's just nice that she's so open, but she's way more into like tantra and like you know tantra. Yeah. Have you ever done tantra? No, I haven't either. Okay, I feel like a lot of people are interested in it, and they always want to talk to my mom about it, which is great. Like talk to my mom. I don't want to think about my mom and my stepdad. Like it's disgusting. I don't know why I feel the tantras like, um, <laughs> they're just constantly um, having sex with you, um, <laughs> enjoying this. What is oh that? My God. Yeah. They're just constantly, <laughs> you know, chanting. Yeah. Um, I just think that it's like, I think the belief and what, what it actually is, the philosophy behind it and all like the internal stuff that can come along with sex. I think that's kind of the, I think it'd be interesting to learn about. Yeah. I, I, I but think I have so. not. You have not? Not really. All right. It's I mean, my mom. But your mom has. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shouldn't go there. Shouldn't go there. Shouldn't go there. Well, not, she's, she's preaching imagine? it. She is preaching it. No, and I think it's great. And I I love it. Good for her. Are they still together? Your my, step, not, my stepdad and my mom have been together a long time. Right. And my parents have been divorced since I was nine. How did that affect you? Did it affect you at all? I think the first thing I said when they told me they were getting divorced was, I get two Christmases? <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> Wait, weren't you Jewish? Yeah, my dad's Jewish, but he loves Christmas. So we would always celebrate Christmas. Yeah, we did too. We had a Christmas tree. You did? Because you're Jewish. I'm Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. But and you had a Christmas tree. Just Yeah, we had all that. My grandma would come down as Hanukkah claws <laughs> in a red suit. Aww, <laughs> ringing that's the bell. so cute. <laughs> no, not ringing the bell. That's like the That's uh, like um, a wonderful life. That's Salvation Army. <laughs> salvation Santa. Army. <laughs> What is that? It is ringing the bell for money. It is. Like Phoebe did it on Friends. <laughs> Inside of You is brought to you by Factor. I love Factor meals, Ryan. Do you know this? Yes. Why do you know this? Because I've seen them in your fridge and you've offered me some. And you've had them. And I've had them. And you love them. I do. Because I asked you every time. Mm -hmm. um, look, I spent an enormous amount of money using delivery services for food or going grocery shopping and never eating the food that I buy or too many leftovers. And it's just, I waste so much money. And, you know, Factor Meals has really changed my life in a lot of ways because they have so many different meals, like 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. And it takes just two minutes. So it doesn't matter how busy you are, it's two minutes to cook this stuff. You always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. And that's what Factor does. Um, I, I, I just can't get over all the things they have, like filet mignon, shrimp, blackened salmon, um, their breakfast items, everything, dessert. It's, it's perfect for my lifestyle. And I think it's perfect for a lot of lifestyles. Um, yeah, you can crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. 
Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu preferences to help you manage calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat, or simply eat well-balanced. Warm, sunnier days are calling, Michael. Well, yes, they are. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. It's pretty incredible. Head to factormeals.com slash inside50 and use code inside50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code inside50 at factormeals.com slash inside50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor Meals. Inside of You is brought to you by Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And look, hair thinning impacts a lot of us, myself included. In fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. It's not only common, it's normal. Join over 1 million people who are doing something about it with Nutrafol. Nutrafol helps support hair growth from within by targeting possible key root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and even metabolism. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? Has menopause impacted your hormones and your hairline? When it comes to thinning hair, there are many possible root causes at play, and Nutrafol helps address them through a multi-targeted, whole body approach. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In Nutrafol's own clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage after taking Nutrafol men's hair growth supplement for six months, and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In Nutrafol's own clinical study, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage after taking Nutrafol men's hair growth supplement for six months, and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Take their hair wellness quiz at Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific possible root causes. With Nutrafol, getting help building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online, no prescription or doctor's visits required. Free shipping and automated deliveries ensure you'll never miss a day. You could see results in three to six months. Take the first step to help you see visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code INSIDE. Find out why 4,500 professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L, Dot com promo code inside that's nutrafol.com promo code inside but you you had a pretty good childhood i think i don't know i think i was what do you, fine? you don't know i could tell you i didn't okay <laughs> that's how easy i could say i didn't <laughs> you didn't no why 
Well, I, I, you don't want to hear my story. I mean, I can tell you some other time, but like, you know, just a lot of dysfunction, a lot of, uh, you know, Ryan's heard it a million times. But <laughs> how like, fucked up on a scale from one to ten? Like one hundred and fifty times. How, how many? How fucked up on a scale from one to ten? I don't know. I don't want to do that. Uh, from what you've heard, <laughs> I mean, it, it didn't sound great, but you turned out okay. I mean, you're able to talk about it, and uh, yeah, you no, had a Hanukkah clause. Yeah, mm-hmm. you did have a Hanukkah clause. Look, you know, the, the the tough thing for me was my dad used to, oh, I'm not a good parent. I don't oh. put a roof over your head. Oh. I don't give you a hot meal every night. I'm like, what am I a slave? <laughs> <laughs> That's hard. So you had the kind of like a dominant uh, alpha uh, dad of sorts. It's just let's just say this. Uh, my brother wrote something about the family of what he remembered. He woke up woke up with a nightmare and he wrote stuff down and, he, and when he got to me he read it to me he said and when we got to and, and then there was michael and nobody paid any attention to him at all oh. and i go and you know that what happened sums it up sums it up and i remember i i kind of cried a little not a yeah. hard cry yeah but i didn't cry to him but i didn't cry because they didn't pay attention to me i cried because someone acknowledged mm. that yeah so but you were seen for the first time i was seen yeah oh yeah, yeah. I'm here all day. Are you? <laughs> no, I'm here for an hour, but <laughs> no, but it's you know it's uh, so that's why I say I I know you know was my was it the right, worst? Right. No, no. Was there some good moments? Sure, but but are you in therapy? Yes, yes. <laughs> always in therapy and really worked on myself. Like good, so much better than I was because I acknowledged the reasons why I do that. And I go, oh, that's like the, this is why you're doing that. Stop right. that. Stop. Right. You know, yeah. Do you do that? You find yourself doing that, or yeah? I mean, I think that also falls into like taking accountability and like all of that, and even for your own actions and looking at yourself with all that shit. It's 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 therapy is the best thing you can do, I think. And I was in therapy for the past few years, and my therapist retired, and I've been having a really hard time figuring out like where to go, and like it's like starting all over again, you know. And it's like, oh fuck, I got to start from the beginning, like this whole story I, I, again. That, that you know that, is, and I, I hear, I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. It's like when you want to change therapists, and just they have to hear everything you've talked about. Right. So you built this relationship with this other person, but the reality is, once you go to that first one and you talk the first time, you're like, okay, a lot of that was out. Second time, they're okay. Now he kind of gets me. Now mm-hmm. we can move on. So it, it does move faster. It seems overwhelming and daunting. But I, I think it, you know, but yeah. you're thinking of getting another therapist. Oh, yeah. I need, I need to. <laughs> what what makes you, like, what things do you do that you notice, like, you need to see therapist? You lash out? Do you <laughs> yeah. scream? I'm fucking, do I'm a real screamer. Do you punch walls? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? do you? No, I, you know, I just, I, I think there's, like, I've experienced, like, certain traumas, like, as I've gotten older, right? And I've noticed that my body, like, because your muscles store this trauma, and I've noticed that my body can go into the trauma, right? If I'm if I'm triggered by something, whatever it may be. And so for me, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I need to work on this to figure out how to get through this and pass this trauma. So I literally don't physically react. Like, I'll, I won't be able to, like, eat, and I'll be, like, hunched over, and I'll be, like, in pain, like, nauseous i'm like why can't i just talk myself out of this and i really do believe that it is because your muscles store this memory and so your memory is like the trauma oh it's connected to everything right right yeah and so and it might not have anything to do with what the trauma was about but it's it's or i don't know it probably has something to do with what the trauma was about but and it just brings that out and that's the hardest thing and so i've heard a lot about is it emdr yeah, I did it. You did it? I was going to say it. How was it? Mind-boggling. Like, in a good I, way? I went in, and I've always told the story, like, once, right? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, 280 episodes, I can fucking say. <laughs> Fuck you, Ryan. Fuck you, man. <laughs> um, so I, I went to this place because I, I just needed to clear my head. My friend Zach Levi went yeah, there. He went there, and he was like, he's like, I think you should go there. And I go, all right, fine. Expensive, but I was like, you know, thank God I, I could afford it. I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. And there were one of the uh, classes, one of the uh, therapists was an EMDR specialist. And I went in there and uh, we did like a session. And I go, I, like, I don't even know if I'm the right candidate for this. I, I'm already doubting myself trying. I got to be great in this EMDR session. She goes, we're not going to do that today. I go, okay. And we talked. And then the next session, we're going, going. And she goes, oh, and we're not going to do it today. And I go, Okay. And at the end of that session, she asked me something, and I mentioned something about my childhood, jokingly. I go, oh, yeah, and then and then this happened, and it was just like, you're stupid! And, you know, and <laughs> Farley. And then I, I do that every once in a while. And then and then he go, the therapist goes, she, she goes, I think we're ready to do this. I go, mm. uh, well, we got like 10 minutes left. And then she goes, no, do you want to do this now? I, I think we should do it. I go, okay, don't do anything. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to think of that moment. I want you to think around your surround about your surroundings, what you were doing, the feeling you had. And I want to, and I started to think about that and really go there. And she goes, then I want you to open your eyes and follow my finger. And I kept doing it, doing it. I'm like, this is bananas. What yeah. the fuck? But I stay with it. I said, I'm here for a reason. And I, and she goes, okay, close your eyes. She, she goes, what do you see? And I, I said, blah, 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 blah. The second time I opened my eyes, hysterical crying crying it, it came out of nowhere where i wasn't even trying tears were just flowing i'm like whoa i can't do this with acting you know <laughs> and uh it went on and on and on for about 20 minutes and then i opened my eyes and she and at the, she said and it was kind of uh there was a through line there was sort of it, the whole thing you know it started here emotional emotional emotion build build and then by the end i just the therapist said, well, what are you thinking? And I go, and all that came to me was I forgive them. Oh, wow. I forgive them. And I was crying and I was like, they didn't, they did the best that they could do. And it was not good. And I didn't deserve it and whatever. And it was so cathartic. Mm. And she says, what it does is it's like a big tree in a forest, that one big tree you just knocked down. So now with the MDR, when, you think about that because I would think about that story a lot, and it, it did bother I me. Mean, it obviously subconsciously bothered yeah, me. Yeah, I was just in there, and I don't think about it anymore. That's and if I do, crazy. if I try to think of it, it doesn't affect me. Wow! And that big tree also knocks down some little trees too, so it helps with other things. Uh-huh. But the more you do it, the better. So right, I, I recommend it. So when you say trauma, you don't have to go into it, but like, yeah. like what kind of trauma, or do you not want to talk about? It? I mean. They'll probably bring it up if I talk. No, just just things I've experienced, you know. And <laughs> you say you'll probably bring it up if I don't yeah, talk about. No, like if I talk about it, I'm gonna like a relationship cry. stuff. Some relationship stuff, yeah, for sure. You know, um, just just shit. Life, just life that happens. You know, you get older, and there's so many experiences that you go through. Not all are going to be great. Mm-hmm. You know, some are going to maybe leave a mark more than others. Um, but yeah, it's just like, oh, fuck, like you're older and you're like, uh, like, for instance, I, I remember this is relating it to like work. Like I was up for a movie and the character had been through so much and was pregnant and whatever. And I lost the role to like a 20 something who had not, didn't have any of these experiences. And I'm like, 
so much has come from all these life experiences that I've had that I actually have a better understanding of how to bring it into my work. And I'm not like a schmactory type at all. You know, right. I'm you not, let things go, but this one. Yeah. And it was like, well, no, not even that. I just mean schmactory in the way of like, I'm going to be method and I'm going to like, you know, like, <laughs> right, I don't, right, right. you know, I just do it. Like I have fun and I just go for it and I'd stay in the moment and I have a whole other whatever. Right. But yeah. But in this instance, I was like, huh, I'm older and I've learned so much. I can actually use this now, which you can't when you're 21. I'm sorry. Like, it's just. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's life. It's experience. It That's it's, why the older you get, the better. If you love the craft, the art, you're going to get better. Right. As an actor. Sure. The more much, the more life you have. Right. You yeah, know, you can bring it to a role, you and, know? And, yeah. And I, yeah, I certainly do that. I think that's why I, I was able to do it because I would definitely channel certain mm -hmm. things. I could go fucking dark. Right. Easily. Well, yeah, you were like a bad guy, right? Oh yeah. I mean, in that, <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, some of those moments, man, where I went fucking bananas, mm. I'm telling you when you say me method, I, I'm not <laughs> saying, I'm, I'm saying I lost myself. Sometimes and I was like, "Whoa, whoa!" Yeah, it just you get. I mean, it felt great, mm -hmm. but when you're not doing that thing, but it's right. from experiences, sure. and that's I think a lot of you know they always say comedians are really damaged. Yes, most of them are, and they are yes. they right are because there damaged. has to be some darkness, you know, to bring that humor because it overcompensates and yeah, and they're brilliant and they're fucking hilarious. But there has to be darkness there. I, th I feel like there are some that don't have it. Maybe they're not as funny. I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. Jury's out on that Maybe one. Seinfeld. Maybe no, so no, I had a great life. <laughs> I mean, everything was fine. <laughs> oh, my parents, they took me to yeshiva. <laughs> I was bar mitzvah. I made some money. I, I had a fine childhood. You had it fine. I wonder if Larry had it fine. I Larry, like no, he, he was he, he was just it was just neurotic. Yes, there were so much so much craziness going on probably in his house like mine. <laughs> you know, my mom's just off the wall. Oh, she's yeah? like on Valium doing imaginary snow angels in the carpet. Is that you right? Know? Oh yeah, she was like she was having a good time. She would come in the room and we're actually met. She goes, she goes, all you do is watch these fucking bats screamed and he, 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 she leaves and stomps up the stairs in her nightgown at like 4 4 p.m and my dad's like jesus christ and i looked, kind of looked at him i go Gosh, man. i mean it was shit like that all the time i could, I could just remember my dad when he was there was a, that moment before he's gonna give you a smack you go when you saw that, you know, he's going to oh, lurch no. out at you. Oh, oh yeah. No. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we oh. didn't have, like, spanking in my house. No spanking? Like no. Well, it sounds like your mom did, maybe, with all that sex. Hey. I'm just kidding. Get out of here. I'm just kidding around. <laughs> yeah, she saved it for the bedroom. Um, you, By the way, you're, you're kind of accident prone, aren't you? Yeah. Well, how do you know that? Well, because you got in a horrible car crash as a, as a kid. <laughs> Does that make me accident Was prone? Was it your fault? No. Okay, then you're well, accident prone. I was... <laughs> No, no, I was like, I've no, never. No. Hey, I got in a car with it. It wasn't my that. fault. How does that make me accident? Yeah. Well, you were, you were you're, there. You're prone to get an accident, whether or not they're yeah, your fault. I was fault. like, wait a minute. I was 14 in the back seat, but you know what? That makes me accident prone. No, like tripping and falling. Like, sure. Oh, you do that. Yeah, but I was in a horrific car accident when I was 14. Yeah, because Rob told me that it was pretty traumatic. Yeah. Rob told you about my car accident? Or you asked? I asked. Oh, okay. I was like, that's really random. I asked. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I asked. Was, I said, you know, is there, you know, whatever. anything fuck like really bad that happened in her life we can talk about? <laughs> Inside of you is brought to you by Neurohacker, Qualia Synaletic. I just sent some of this to my mother. 
and she's starting to notice the differences hmm. in herself. And, she, and because I noticed my mother was always had brain fog and, and she couldn't think clearly. And, and, you know, and, and I, I was like, well, this stuff works for me. And what's great is I didn't even, they weren't even a sponsor when I started using this. Um, have you heard of Synaletics yet? Well, listen, it's a class of ingredients discovered less than 10 years ago, and they're being called one of the biggest discoveries of our time for helping to promote healthy aging and helping to enhance your physical prime. Your life goals in your career and beyond require productivity. But let's be honest, the aging process is not our friend when it comes to endless energy and productivity. That's why I use Qualia Senolytic. As we age, everyone accumulates senescent cells in their body. Senescent cells may cause symptoms of aging, such as aches and discomfort, slow workout recoveries, hello, sluggish mental and physical energy, hello, associated with that middle age feeling, hello. Also known as zombie cells, they are old and worn out and not serving a useful function for our health anymore, but they could be taking up space and nutrients from our healthy cells. Much like pruning the yellowing and dead leaves off a plant, Qualia Senoletic helps remove those worn out senescent cells to allow for the rest of them to thrive in the body. And you just take it two days a month. That's it. The formula is non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and the ingredients are meant to complement one another, factoring in the combined effect of all ingredients together. And they must believe in their product because they have a 100-day money-back guarantee. It's pretty amazing. I felt higher energies. Uh, I feel uh, more focused, um, younger. I have to say, because a lot of these things make me feel younger. I feel more uh, productivity happening in my life, a little more enthusiastic. Help resist aging at the cellular level. Try Qualia Senoletic. Go to neurohacker.com slash inside for up to $100 off and use code inside at checkout for an additional 15% off. That's neurohacker.com slash inside for an extra 15% off your purchase. Thanks to Neurohacker for sponsoring today's episode. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The products and statements are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know how many times I have to talk about this, but it's so important. If you're sitting there right now and you're stressed or you're anxious or you have a lot on your mind and you just bottle it up and you don't know what to do, it's going to come out and it's not going to come out in great ways all the time. Um, BetterHelp has helped me substantially. Ryan here has been using it for a while. And I, you know, don't you notice when you don't use BetterHelp, when you don't have therapy? Oh, the weeks where I miss a session? Of course, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's like the more you talk about something, even if you don't think you have anything to talk about, things come up and it puts your mind at ease. And we all carry around different stressors, you know, big and small. And at times... We keep carrying them around rather than processing them and letting them go. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy from BetterHelp is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's for all of us. If you're thinking of starting therapy... Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. I think people think, oh, what if I don't like my therapist? If you don't, you switch them. It's that easy. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com inside today to get 10% off your first month. 
That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash inside. No, but but it was traumatic, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, I say that, but like I had a head injury, so I don't remember. I remember everything up until the point that uh, the accident happened. So I black out. I have no memory of the actual accident. Um, helicopter to the hospital, Jaws of Life, like all the good you stuff. You almost died? Yeah, I think so. I think like I lost, you know, the signs for a few minutes. Um, you went code blue? I don't Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Flatline for a second, maybe, or two. I I have the police report. I, I it was You like, say maybe. <laughs> on all these things. Again, if I got in a horrible car accident and I was pronounced dead, <laughs> I would remember these things. <laughs> I wasn't pronounced dead. Okay. I mean, I feel like that would have been a big, you know... It's a big big thing. Right. And I'm sorry for laughing during this. Are you kidding? I have the best sense of humor about everything. I'll continue laughing. Fucking car accidents are fucking hilarious. Yeah, Um, I was in a car accident too. It was crazy. But but how bad? No, no, I didn't. Nothing really happened. Um, We were just lucky. We were like, we were going to Depeche Mode concert on the way back home, 1991, Violator (laughs) Tour. All I ever wanted (laughs) is here in my arms. And we're going, and Rick Camacho's tires were bald and it's raining and he's just going around like it, you know cars are coming this way we're going <gasps> and it just hydroplane kept going Ooh. into their lane and i saw this truck coming oh no and i go oh my god and i grabbed my pillow and i went behind <gasps> jacob's jacob was in the passenger seat and i just i remember it took forever to hear it's like <gasps> oh and i go oh, oh god Oh, and all of a sudden it was just silence. Ooh, that's And I looked over and Jacob terrifying. had like blood on his head. No. And Rick was like, oh my God, oh my God. And the car was smashed right up to their legs. <gasps> like right an, a, another half of three inches and their legs would have been gone. Oh my God. And it was, it was traumatic. So you remember all uh, of I it. I remember See it that. because nothing, I, I remember exactly what happened because right. I, I didn't pass out. But you lost consciousness, were helicoptered out. Were you losing a lot of blood? I don't know about Or maybe the internal blood. organs? It was like, I think part of my head was like kind of scalped a little bit. Like I have a scar, but it's weird. It stops like right here at my hairline. So you can't see it. But it was like, yeah, like, you know, black eye scalped up here. Uh, I think I was in a coma for like a little tiny bit. Were you with your parents? No, 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 no. I was with um, my friends, my friend who was driving, who was 16, and we were dating these guys. That were older. They were not good guys. And um, partying on the beach, you know, Strawberry Hill, if you're familiar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, how about a little Bartles and James? Yeah, you, you know. know Bartles and James? <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, you don't know shit. He's too young. <laughs> too young. These youngins. Yeah. So, like, we were all kind of partying. It was in Oxnard. And we were driving in the and the dude in the passenger seat that was my friend's whatever was turned around on his knees, tickling the guy I was with, who was like laying on me in the back seat. And at one point he just got his hand and he yanked the steering wheel, the guy in the passenger seat. We're on PCH going, you know, pretty fast. And he just yanked the wheel and we went over into oncoming traffic and we were in a little Ford probe, which is, I don't know if they make them anymore. They're really small. And we hit like a big truck. Uh, Maybe it was even like Did a anyone die? truck. No, I th- one guy is paralyzed. Um, God. The guy with me is mentally not well, I don't think. And uh, I think he's in jail for murder. Maybe I shouldn't say that. I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, but anyway, it was very gnarly. Oh my god! Did I black out? Was the your last friend thing, okay? Yeah, like her foot was kind of like hanging off or something, but she was okay. Ooh. And this is a really <laughs> uplifting story. No, yeah, the it's... last image I have is his hand on the steering wheel, and then that's what? all I remember. Why would he have done that? They were on drugs. Oh, maybe speed. I forget. What Definitely it was not it. Strawberry Hill. Definitely not. Yeah, no. Definitely oh not my just God. that. So you probably had to. Did you go through therapy with that stuff? Like no. Rehabilitation or? Well, no. Like we were in the hospital, and like I said, like it was a head injury. So I don't. I always wonder though if at some point is it just going to come back to me? Like, and that's a little terrifying. <laughs> like, if, is that just going to like sometime just pop up in my brain? I wonder brain? if the EMDR. I guarantee it would. Well, I, then I don't want to do it. Well, no. If you if you <laughs> no, you choose the incident, you choose the tra trauma. Oh, okay. You don't, I don't they, need to revisit that trauma. No, no. It sounds like you do not. I'm good with it. You don't need to go back. Yeah, into I don't something. need to go you know back. What? Into I, the it's car like accident. a horror movie. I want to go back to this time where I almost died. Yeah. Does it affect you? No. Why do you want to go back there? Right. I just do. <laughs> you know, it's kind of fucked. You don't want to do that. No, I don't want to do that. Not yeah. interested. But I'm glad you're alive. I am too. I am. I am too. I, I was mean, 14, and it really changed things for me. You know, I was hanging out probably with not the, with the wrong crowd. Yeah. And uh, it kind of set me on a different trajectory. So grateful Thank for God. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was brutal. Like, I, now that I'm a parent, imagining, like, my parents getting that call at their 14-year-old, you know, in that mm -mm. massive of a car accident, I don't even. It's awful. For, for some reason, it reminded me of the Murdoch thing. Did you see the documentary? Wait, what? No, remind me. Is it the Well, the there's murder? A, a boating accident. Oh, it's a boating accident. And the guy was really drunk and he shouldn't have been driving and they told him not to. And he was like this kid, he's probably 14, 15 and he's driving the boat and they're drinking beer. And then he smashes into this bridge and it kills one of the girls. Ooh. And, you know, his dad's the biggest lawyer in the town and everybody's scared of him. And he says, he comes into the hospital right after and all the kids are in the hospital. He goes in there. He's like, you're not going to mention who was driving the boat. <gasps> Nobody mentioned who's driving the boat. And then, uh, it, then he starts to pin it on. It's, it's, have you seen the documentary? Wait, he pins it on someone else? He tries to just, oh my God, this is a Netflix documentary that will blow oh my your God. mind. Okay, I'm going to watch it. You that. have to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. It's fantastic. Oof. So, so yeah, you've had some trauma in your life. But like, <laughs> uh, again, you know, I think that makes for a, a better person. You're sort of like, hey, I've been there. I've, I've done that. I've sure. had this in my life. And look, I'm still here. I'm still doing. Do you, do you still love acting? <laughs> Did I ever love act? No, <laughs> I, well, I do. Did you? No, no, no. In all fairness, I loved like when I wanted to get into it. I was in the drama program in high school. I loved it. Loved it. The plays, everything. I've loved everything I've done. Like the shows, I'm so grateful for them. I don't love the business. I, you know, I think I am so blessed that I get to do that. And I've I. It's such a weird question. I know what you're saying. To it's answer. like you're grateful. You're so appreciative for everything you've you've gotten, you've received, you've yes. worked hard for, yes. all that. I but, do love it. I love when I get to do it and I get to work doing that. But it's that. not everything to you now. No, I mean, I have a kid. That's everything to me. Things I, change. Purpose. I'm the type of person, I am mom first, always, no matter what. I put that above everything else. I've passed on things because my kid's the most important thing in the world. I love it. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, well, yeah, I love it. I I love doing it. And when I can do it, it's awesome. It's so much fun. And I'm so lucky I get to do it. Right. But, but mom is everything. I I just, I think something happened with me too, where I, I just, like five years ago, I did a series. And then after it, I just sort of was like, eh, I just, 
I don't know if I love it. Maybe I just need a break. Mm-hmm. Then I took a break and then it got a long, longer break. Mm-hmm. Then I did a little thing and then a little thing. And I was like, ah, I don't know. Is it 14 hours a day fun? I don't <laughs> well, right, because there's that side of it and you don't want to ever sound like you're complaint or no i just you know it's but like and then once i'm a mom and i went back to work when she was three years old and i was on like a two-hander and in every scene and i'm like oh my god how can i do this because you are sometimes 16 18 hour days Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of other things that go into it which it's harder on your personal life and if you have a kid um and i always joke i'm like oh you know i always dated co-stars because you're not going to see anybody else. <laughs> it's true. People but, say, well, I mean, why yeah. do actors date actors? You're like, well, because we're on set all day. Those are the only people we meet. Right. And then we're like, all right. How many co-stars do you think you've dated in your life? Well, I don't know. Would you say <laughs> A, three, B, seven, <laughs> C, more than seven? I would say D, all of them. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I have had two public relationships that were co-stars. Right. Everybody knows that. Do they? <laughs> well, one you had a kid with. Oh, yeah. I guess that gives that one away. <laughs> Jumper, which is a great movie. <laughs> oh, thanks. That was so much. I oh, love, it's great. I love Don't doing you love that Jumper? Movie. I never saw it. Oh, you're, what? You're a fuck. <laughs> this is the last god. <laughs> Why wouldn't you say Star Wars, though? I wasn't in Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what we know him from. Sorry. Um, <laughs> have you ever had situations where you're dating your co-star and it's just not going well on set now? It's just a weird vibe. And you're like, fuck. Well, Adam, you know, I obviously Adam and Brody and I dated on the OC and we broke up like right before the end of the show. Oh, perfect. Yeah. You know, the timing was everything. And we had to do the last, I want to say couple months maybe, but- we got along really well, um, and I would say it was the best. Maybe it wasn't even a couple months. Maybe it was a couple weeks, but it was like the best version of it because I'm sure it could go Arrive. south. Yes, yeah, I'm sure. I hear that. Um, yeah, it's, I, I, I've never. I, I did that in Germany once. I was doing this movie that no one will ever see. Um, <clears throat> don't ask me. I was gonna say, no, what don't. is it? <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Don't you even? Oh, I know. You Ryan. know what it is? Yeah. It's, 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 no, no, no. It's it's. It, don't even get. What it, is it, Ryan? Rave Macbeth. Okay. It was a Thank movie you. that looked, it was, it should have been good, but then we had to dub the entire movie. Oh, they, no. they lost the audio and now it's just a joke. You they watch it. They lost the audio? Yeah, it was all gone. I had to loop. I, I was the lead. I had to do every line and it ruined. I, I was in there going because I had an obligation. I was like, I don't want to fucking be here. I just, I can't believe I'm doing oh every line. God. My performance, I'm emotional and screaming and drug induced. <laughs> and like, I'm going, oh, it's like, fuck you. <laughs> oh my God, that's brutal. But anyway, I, I, I was right away, I, we were, my co-star and I were really attracted to uh, each other. Her name was Nikki Acock. She passed, just passed away. What? Yeah. She Why? just passed How? away. It, it shocked me. I believe it was leukemia. Oh my God. And I hadn't been in touch with her for years, but I, I adored her. I, she was so sweet. That's we terrible. got along so well. And you know what? We It happened. And then we kind of were like, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm t- in my twenties. And I'm like, you know, and she, yeah. you know, and you know, we started, but it ended up working okay, but it could have been a disaster. Mm. It could have been a disaster, but we, we were both cool about it. And, That's good. Yeah. So you just hope they're cool people. Yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, I mean, do you have sort of a, a propensity for going out with actors? Um, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, you know, just like, is this, do you, does it have to be an actor or a producer or someone in the business? No. It doesn't. <laughs> no. I Look. No. no. <laughs> it does not. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> no, of course not. There is the thing that like they understand like what exactly you do. Yeah. You know, and they mm-hmm. get it. 
But and look, yes, my track record there, you know, I've dated actors. Um, you know, it's funny. I haven't. You haven't? I don't know. I haven't dated. Ever? I mean, yeah. No, that's not true. I have. Forget it. I have. <laughs> I just thought about it. I was like, yeah, you did. No, yeah. But not a Long ton. term or a lot. Oh, long term? No. Okay. Uh, go on. It's you. <laughs> oh, okay. Baby, it's you. I've been waiting for. Remember that song? All of my life. Yeah, all of my life. Stephen yeah, Bishop. Sure. How old are you? 41. Are you really? Yes. Get lost. Mm, okay. Bye. <laughs> 41. When's your birthday? August. August. So you're a Leo. No, I'm a Virgo. I'm at the end. Oh, I don't know anything about Virgos. Okay. Anyway. Moving on. Um, <laughs> all right. So yes, I understand the whole world. They understand your schedules and all that. But um, yeah, especially. I, yeah. Yeah. But every time it's like, oh, I'm not going to date another actor. You know, but you just, you, the people you surround yourself with. I think director, like I love that aspect and, and they understand it as well. But it's really just about people. And people you meet, and if you like vibe well Absolutely. or whatever, you're that's right. all it's about. You're right. It's just the people you meet more. You you're at work a lot of the time, and so those are the people you spend your time with. That's yeah. all. That's all that it is. Did you, I know you went to Notre Dame? I did. High school. Yes. And you you went to school with you know Remy Malik, who I think Rami. went to U of E. Uh, yeah, he where went I, to where I grew up in Evansville, Indiana. Yes, he did. Yeah, he went there. Yes. I tried to get him on the podcast. He, he hasn't returned my call. <laughs> uh, I said, hey, we're both Evans. <laughs> Kirsten Dunst, mm -hmm. uh, Catherine McPhee. Yep. Do you talk to any of those girls? Women? If I see them, we're Okay, so you're not so... close. You're never close. No, like not super close. We were friends in high school for sure. Rami and I were the, out of those three, Rami and I were the closest. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, because we we were in the same friend group. We were in drama together. Actually, Kirsten and um, Kat were in drama as well at the same time. I mean, Kirsten was already working and like off shooting things and stuff, so she wasn't always there. Um, but they were always so nice, and Kat was like the cutest thing ever and had the most amazing voice. And it's so cool to see everything they've done. I mean, Robbie's right. done all right, you know? I mean, did he win the Oscar? <laughs> yeah, he did. He won the Oscar he sure for... Did. Uh... He was always fucking... Amazing. Like even in high school in the plays, like we would do the plays together. We did the crucible together. He's an incredible actor. Do you think um, the OC will ever have a movie? <laughs> a movie? Yeah. Cause they're doing movies with all these shows. Doing now. Movies. I feel like it could be like a limited series. I'm going to throw that out there. Would Let's you do, do it? Yeah, of course. Like OC, like Josh Schwartz is my family. Like yeah, I... he, he cast you in another thing, a couple things. Yeah. But we're also like, he's one of my best friends. He's like my brother. Yeah, we're so close. I would and Stephanie Savage as well. Like I always say, I would do anything. They would just be like, "You want to do this? It doesn't matter what it is." I'd be like, "Okay, yeah. When do I? Where? Where do I go?" <laughs> um, but my pitch is a limited series. Let's do eight, maybe ten, probably eight episodes, uh, and call it a day. Would everybody come back? You think? I'm trying to. We're trying to like break some people down to see. Oh, so you're already in on this? No. I mean, no. You are. No one, you are. We have we have a few hard no's, so it's not going to happen probably. But you won't even tell me the hard no's, will you? I mean, if you Google it, I'm sure the hard no's are there to be. The read. hard no's are there. <laughs> I love that you did commercials for like Pepto Bismol. They should have had me do that because you need it often. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> not all I the time. I remember the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> you like farts? Um, do I like them? I mean, are you cool? With okay, them? how do you feel about that in relationships? Open farting. Um, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I, I, I don't know. I, I think it would kind of, I don't know. 
Yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't, don't I like, like it. The, yeah, because it makes it more attractive. Yeah, no, like you hide that shit. Yeah, but if an occasional like blast comes from the office, <laughs> that's kind of funny. But like, just keep it out of the bedroom. Keep it out. You know, I don't sure. want to roll you into There's an enchilada and, <laughs> and like blast. <laughs> you know, There's I'm not a time and a place. Yeah, I just think that you know, I'm not. I don't ever. I don't like sharing that stuff. No, you're a you're a close the door, leave me alone. Uh, yeah, you disappear. You're one of those women who disappear and like where they go. <laughs> uh, they must be pooping in the third bathroom on the third floor. Right. No, but we talk about this a lot on Broad Ideas. It's like <laughs> when you go away on a trip with someone for the first time, right? How are you gonna? How's that gonna work out? That's the biggest concern. Where are you gonna shit? I know what you do. What do you do? Here's what I would do. What would you do? I'd probably say, hey, the pool looks really sweet. Why don't you head out to the pool? I got to take care of a few things. Interesting. Or you say, hey, I'm going to go check with the front desk. I'll be back. I want to see if they have any massages. And then pow. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, come back and go, you're like, what about the massages? I go, ah, oh, they weren't there. And just. <laughs> but what if they want to go with you? See that. It's no, 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 no. You stay. <laughs> you you stay there. <laughs> I want to take care of this. I want to surprise you. Well, it's not a surprise anymore. You already told me. I know. But I just want. It's something I have to do on my own. All right. I got to take a shit. <laughs> it's a thing, man. It's a thing. All right. This is called Shit Talking with Rachel Bilson. This okay. is rapid fire. These are my top tier patrons. Ask questions. Uh, Patreon.com slash inside of you. I love you guys. They support the show more than Awesome. Just to clarify, it's different from the segment we were just doing uh -oh. on shit. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. It's not. It's, it's not, not that. literal shit. Just, yeah, no. you're you're very easy to talk to. Well, thanks. I mean, it's really easy. <laughs> is is it not normal? Well, sometimes it's like pulling I, teeth. I mean, I know. I mean, I'm we had kidding. one um, the other day that was just like. <laughs> I know it's hard, right? Oh. Okay, so yeah, it was just no, no. We always have like questions to fall back on if need be. Yeah, like, I know. An arsenal. Um, Leanne says, "Who has been the one person that always believed in you and have you ever paid it forward?" Ah, you know, what? I would say my mom because that's the obvious answer. But I'm gonna give credit to my best friends Olivia and Leah because they have got me through everything and they're my lifelines. And now Olivia, my co-host, and Leah sometimes fills in, and she's off doing a movie. So. And your dad also said, if this is true, what you should go in acting. My dad saw me do the play I did with Rami, and he was like, you know what? You're kind of kind of actually good at this. Do you want to like do it? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. And then that's all right. There. So he was sort of there. He was sort of there. Little Lisa, what's the worst job you've ever had? Well, I had one. I can't say that. I had a job. I wouldn't say it was the worst job. Okay, sorry. I was a hostess <laughs> at Sicily, this restaurant in the valley for a short time but i my first job i ever got was for a raisin brand crunch commercial and i had to mm. dance for 12 hours and you only saw my butt in the commercial and after i had to like i couldn't i couldn't move i was very i'm not a dancer you know so like, you I can hated dance. that day that day was horrible no it was good but then after it was bad in other words you were in pain yes okay that makes sense Inside of You is brought to you by Neurohacker, Qualia Senolytic. Let me tell you something. If you haven't tried this, you are missing out. I just sent this to my mom. I have it. I use it. It's a product that I didn't, I, they weren't even my sponsor when I was using this. And I was like, wow, why do I have more focus or energy? Why do I feel better? Why do I feel different? It's because I take 
Quaya Synaletic, Neurohacker. Look, if someone would have told me, Ryan, that there are science-backed ingredients that could help me feel 15 years younger in a matter of months, I wouldn't have believed it. But uh, I tried quiocinolytic, and the rest is history. As we age, everyone accumulates senescent cells in their body. Senescent cells may cause symptoms of aging, such as aches and discomfort, slow workout recoveries, sluggish mental and physical energy associated with that middle-aged feeling. Also known as zombie cells, they're old and worn out and not serving a useful function for our health anymore, but they could be taking up space and nutrients from our healthy cells. Much like pruning the yellowing and dead leaves off a plant, quiocinolytic helps remove those worn out senescent cells to allow for the rest of them to thrive in the body. And... You just take it two days a month. The formula is non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and the ingredients are meant to complement one another, factoring in the combined effect of all the ingredients together. And Neurohacker Quiocinolytic has a 100-day money-back guarantee. Oh, I have, I have more energy. Uh, I feel younger. Uh, I'm more productive. I will tell you that. I'm more productive. And uh, I feel like I have, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more enthusiastic about my life. I definitely feel that. And uh, for me, the aches and pains are less lessened by this. So that is a real important thing for me. Help resist aging at the cellular level, folks. Try Qualia Senolytic. Go to neurohacker.com slash inside. Neurohacker, N-E-U-R-O-H-A-C-K-E-R. Neurohacker.com slash inside for up to $100 off and use code inside at checkout for an additional 15% off. That's neurohacker.com slash inside for an extra 15% off your purchase. Inside of you is brought to you by Shopify. You know I use Shopify. You guys go on the, you know, inside of you online store and you see how easy it is to navigate for you. It's so amazing. Shopify, I can't think of anyone else that would do this uh, the right way like Shopify does. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. It's so easy to navigate. And when you wanna add discounts, like for instance, I just had a discount where I put uh, Michael15, and that was my discount code. How much of a percent? 15% off the total order. Easy. Adding products. It's so easy. You put a picture. You just upload a picture. You put a description. It, it, it does everything for you. And the analytics are so easy to use. Uh, this is the most selling product. Oh, I should get more of those. This is the least selling product. This is how much I made for this month compared to last year or last month. It's so easy to navigate. I feel like a pro and Shopify has really helped me do that. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash inside, all lowercase. 
shopify.com slash inside now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash inside inside of you is brought to you by rocket money if you want to save money listen up <laughs> i don't know how, how to tell you this other than f- this really works ryan went through this mm-hmm. we have so many unwanted subscriptions that we forget we have and uh you know there's so many apps nowadays that we just get lost and you know i'm not very app savvy and you know i'll watch a streamer and then the next thing i know i forget that i just watched one show and i'm still subscribed to this after six months with rocket money they take care of you rocket money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings why don't you say did you know that nearly 75% and end at did you know that nearly 75% of people have subscriptions they've forgotten about yeah i'm one of those people ryan and between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it's never ending. Thanks to Rocket Money, I'm no longer wasting money on the ones I forgot about. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I could see all of my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. I love the dashboard and how it shows me this month's spending compared to last month. I like doing that. Uh, so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lowering your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions. That's simply astonishing. Saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash inside. That's rocketmoney.com slash inside. Rocketmoney.com slash inside. You know, I got fired from McDonald's for what? For taking, you know, that how at the end of the sh- at the end of the, the it's closing. McDonald's does close, <laughs> and I was just taking some leftover uh, McRibs that were. In I've there. never heard anyone like. I love McRibs. I've never tried a McRib. Well, there were like six left, and I'm like, we're close. I'm, like, I'm putting this in a bag. I'm gonna bring it. But my dad was picking me up, and I went out there, and the guy, the manager goes, Michael, what's in the bag? What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> I go, John Doe knows the upper hand. John Doe's got the upper hand. Don't look in the box. <laughs> and, um, I go, oh, it's just uh, old McRibs. <laughs> and he goes, what's the policy? Um, I, I don't know. I, they, they were going to go in the trash. Come here, please. And we went, and it was my third ride up because I didn't mop the floor in arches. That's what I swear on my on my family's life. They made me mop the floor in arches, like dip, ring, <laughs> arches, dip. R- I'm not kidding. Oh my yeah. god! I got written up for that. I got written up for <laughs> saying something to a customer like, uh, "It's like I'll have the uh, fr- ah, fry fries not worth it. Fries, fries aren't good today, or something like that." Like, <laughs> and they, they're like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm just I'm looking just out listen. for it." And they're like, Don't, "What are you doing? Oh my what are god. you like fucking?" Zagats. <laughs> I mean, all right. Little uh, Julie Church. That's Julie with one eye. Were you on board with the direction the OC took after one of the most iconic character deaths in teen drama? Was I on board with it? I mean, that's a question. Yeah, we got we got Che. 
also known as Chris Pratt. I got to go to Brown. <laughs> no, it was, you know, I just watched the whole series back um, for this rewatch podcast. And uh, it's really hard when Marissa dies. I mean, I couldn't watch it forever. Misha and I wound up watching it together, like uh, during an interview for the podcast. And I realized like, oh, man, it was a bummer when she left. But the fourth season, it kind of it's kind of like we were, everyone was just having fun and it was funny and a lot lighter once you got through the grieving stuff that I really enjoyed where they went with it. And the OC podcast is coming to an end. Yes. You're having Ben McKenzie on the podcast. Yeah, that's right. We that's got exciting. Ben. So listen to, and it's called the, o- to the, the OC, OC bitches. bitches. Right. Yeah. And the new podcast, Broad Ideas, yes. which should have been broadcast. Damn it. You know what? what? I'm still going to use it. We're going to put that in as another segment. Why don't you do a little snippet? Segment. This is called Broadcast. Yeah, Broadcast. Okay, we're going to answer questions from this. Yep. I like it. Uh, Sophie, am quickly, God, can you tell us any audition or set stories from your time on Nashville playing Alyssa Green? Any stories? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what I, I, so I played, I had, you know, a few episodes. I forget how many I did. And I was going on Nashville, but my character was like, I want to say she was a lawyer. Uh, maybe she wasn't. She was something that wasn't an entertainer. Right. And I said, well, I'm going on Nashville. I have to sing. So they literally found a way to write in where I got to sing a song, which is so weird and random. Were you nervous? I was, I was, ner- I wasn't, I was nervous, but I wasn't as nervous because you go in and you record it before and then you're just on set. So that went great. Okay. But there's amazing singers on that show. So I was like, well, here I am like carrying a tune. Um, but it was fun. Super Sam. The OC dealt with a lot of big topics for teenagers and never seemed to shy away from anything that was too real. Do you have a favorite storyline or topic they tackled? Um, I think I like a lot of the things they tackled. I just love Olivia Wilde so much. So when they did the whole um, uh, story with Marissa and Alex, I thought that was cool. And like it wasn't, you know there was a big thing because it like Fox like had a thing where like, you can't show them kissing too much or whatever, which is a bummer. And I wish if they could redo it now, you know, they could do a little more with it because it was a great storyline. This has been a real good time. Yeah. This was great. I'm happy it worked out finally. Yeah, I know you weren't easy. It wasn't easy. No, I mean, scheduling, Scheduling you have a kid, you have a podcast, anything else coming up? Just the new podcast, the new. Yes. So broad ideas, broad ideas. Yes, and when does it come out? Broadcast now. Segment. It's out. It's out. Oh yeah. Well, you know, every Monday. Dude, you should. I should. Dude, come we've on. had. Come, will you come on? Come on. We've had really good people. I, I would love to come on. It'd be yeah. hilarious. You should look up. You can ask me like, anything. Oh, I will. Oh, you can. Broadcast. You'll be the first broadcast segment. Do, there you right? go. Full circle. Do you want? <laughs> do you want your daughter to be an actor? No, but she's already like shows all the signs. Like what? She's so <laughs> animated and mom, she performs listen. and exaggerates. And like, if she's reading a book with exclamation, she's like, but what do you mean, Timmy? Like, it's like <laughs> full on. She has it in her. I mean, both of her parents, you know, are actors. They are actors. Do you think you'll ever get married again? I was never married. I've never, never been married. Do you think you'll ever get married? <laughs> I don't know. What I mean, is this something I mean, you have a kid? I do have I mean, a kid. usually people get married to have a child, chi- sure. children, to yeah. have a children, to have a children, <laughs> to have a child. I do have a children. And I think that I, you know, yeah, like that stuff, the legal stuff, it's like, do I, do you need to deal with that? Of course, I've always 
I love clothes. Like I would love to pick out a dress. But like I don't need to get married. You know, I wear dresses but, all the time. But you know, why not? Like you know, I guess in everybody's mind, you're always you proverbial you is always thinking. You know, it'd be nice to have everybody there. And then you know, I think my friends would be like, "Wow, he he actually did it. <laughs> he actually, oh my god!" Or like this is, and it's just like, "Hey, I found my person." And you know, hey, we're not. You know, everything. Yeah. It's like, what else is there? You don't you don't right. get with somebody to get married. You you're with them, and then when there's nothing else, you're like. Huh, you want to get married? I mean, like, we're already not? like, oh, that? I, I don't that. want that much. I've always said I do not want to walk down an aisle and everyone looking at me. That makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. It makes sense that I'm an actor. I know. They would probably look at you if we <laughs> walked down the aisle. It's <laughs> eyes on you. That's for That's sure. What I'm saying is like I would never, I just don't, I don't like that much attention. I don't like being the center of attention. Really? Yeah. Never have been. You yeah. always like the, you know, the person you're with, let them be the center of attention. Like, cause you, you're, you're quick. Yeah, I tend to be, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, I was always performing, so maybe I, I don't want to be looked at at a wedding. <laughs> All right, fine, <laughs> fine. Just no, invite no one. I'm gonna wear a sheet. Wear a sheet. That's how the Jews do it. That's right. They do it with Listen, a sheet. That's right. They sure do. <laughs> they do. All about it. Um. All right. This has been awesome. Thanks for coming on the Thanks podcast. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thank you, Rachel, for joining us. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm totally marry her. <laughs> um, yeah, she's, uh, you know, she's just, she's a woman. She's, she's, she, she, she knows her shit. Yeah. She has her shit together. As far as I know, she has her shit together. I mean, we see what we see, mm-hmm. but we don't always know. No, I mean, what, what we deal she with. appears to be out in the world doing things. Yes. And doing a good job of them and being, uh, she's confident in what she's doing. Yes. In and, life. and talented and, and, and well regarded. And uh, at, I think at home and at work. Yes. She has children. Mm. Yes. That's no easy feat. That's no easy feat. I'm, t- I'm complaining about my dog. <laughs> it's like, it's, doesn't it? You don't have to. I mean, your dog's pissing and shitting everywhere. Just think about the kids pissing yeah. and shitting everywhere. Yeah. Changing those diapers every, well, I don't think they're that young anymore. Uh, if you didn't listen to, uh, I'm not going to repeat it, but uh, the Inside You podcast, uh, Inside You Online store, and all that other jazz, just rewind and you get all the information where I'm going to be, where I'm going, all that. Are you doing anything? You you've been traveling a lot, Ryan. I have been. Yeah, I've been been all over. My sister's wedding, and uh, I've been everywhere. I've been man. everywhere, man. Uh, yeah, I'm go- no, I'm going back up north. See my f- parents again. My aunt's getting married. Oh, nice. Uh, Aunt Taz? Aunt. Uh, <laughs> Auntie Taz? Auntie Taz. Auntie Taz. My mom's sister is getting married. Uh, a lot of people getting married. Your sister got married. Your sister aunt's getting married. Getting married. Aunt's getting married. Um, it's a lot going on. Oh, yeah. oh, then, yeah. Then uh, I have a friend in LA getting married Jeez. in September, and we're going. This bachelor party is going to be in August. Hey, Ryan, guess what? What? I'm not getting married. Oh, Here are the shout outs patreon.com slash inside of you. Couldn't do it without you, and I, I thank you. I wish I could read each person's name a hundred times. 
Um, a lot of these people have been with me from the beginning. I mean, from the beginning of Patreon when I started doing it. And they've stuck with me. And sometimes I get a little, you know, worried. I'm like, uh, are they liking their my the box that I send them? Are they liking the the notes and it's, it's a lot of stress, but, um, I hope you guys are digging that. I hope, you know, I, I really personalize each note and take the time and, um, you know, Joe and I pack the boxes. I tell them what to put in there and, uh, it's hard. My house is full of merch and, uh, I, every time I want to get new merch, I have no room to put it. You got your own merch and you got, um, merch that you bought. Yeah. I get also you got, yeah, you just get, there's a lot of merch. Let's there's always new honest. merch. There's new merch. Um, here are the shout outs. Here are the names. The lovely people, Nancy D. And by the way, thank you for messages that you sent. Um, whether I read it on Google Mail or in the Inside of You podcast, um, sort of uh, email base where people chime in. Um, and also, if you order something from the Inside of You online store, make sure you there's a message where you could say, please do this. Because sometimes I sign something. They go, oh, I didn't want it signed to me. I'm like, how was I supposed to know that? And then they want a refund. And I'm like, God, I'm just sending so much stuff back. And I don't know how to fix it. I'm just like, write a message. It's going to be either just my signature, maybe. But, you know, there's some things they want personalized, which I always personalize them. And, you know, there's a message thing where you can message on the thing. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Nancy D, Leah S, and Kristen K. Little Lisa, Yukiko, Jill E, Brian H, Nico P, Robert B, Jason W., Sophie M, Raj C, Joshua D, Jennifer N, Stacy L, Jamal F, Janelle B, Mike E, L down Suprema, 99 more, Santiago M, correct, Chad W, Leon P, Maddie S, Belinda N, correct, Dave, Dave Hall, I love Dave Hall, every, every time I'll get to Dave Hall, hey Michael, Thanks, Dave David. Hall, really enjoyed your podcast, um, but you're an asshole for trying to do my voice, an arsehole, I love Dave, I've said that a million times, I hope you love me Dave. Sheila G, Brad D, Ray. Ha-da-da. Correct. Tab of the T, Tom N, Talia M, Betsy. D. Correct. Angel M, Rhiannon C, Corey K, Dev. Maxon. Michelle A, Jeremy. Irons C. Brandy D, Yavor, Joey M, Eugene N. Leah. Corey, Jake B, Angela F, Mel S, Christine S, Eric H, Shane R. Correct. Andrew M. Tim L. Amanda. Double R. Yes. Jen B. Kevin E. Stephanie K. Jorel Jammin. J. And Leanne. P. No. F. C. No, if I said Jammin J and Leanne. J. Correct. Luna R. Mike F. Stone. Gossard. No. Remember how we remember Stone? The famous Wonders of the World. Stone Henge, Stone H. Stonehenge. Brian L, Kendall L, Meredith I, Kara C, Jessica B, Kyle F, Marisol P. Yes. Estevan G. Yes. Kaylee J, Brian A, Ashley F, Mary Louise L, Romeo B, Veronica Q, Frank B, Jen T, Nikki L, April R, Cassie B, and Derek N. Thank you, newcomers who have joined Patreon and support us. We love you. And uh, there's not much I could say. Other than thanks for listening again. And we're on strike here, the SAG, you know. So right now, thank God I had a lot of these pre-recorded oh, yeah. before the strike. Yeah. And it's gonna be hard to get guests, I'm thinking. But you know, as long as they can't they just can't talk about future projects. I don't even remember the last time. <laughs> these these are so far in the can. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they're in the can. Thank God I did that, right? There were so many there was I was gonna point. do more too, and I was like, I can't. At one point we had twenty. We had twenty. <laughs> 
Because I knew you were leaving town. I was leaving town. But I didn't know there was going to be a strike. And so we're good for a little while. Yeah. But um, I'm going to have to start getting guests here in about a month. Mm. So we're good for now. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm sorry I didn't shower this morning. Ryan, did you shower? I did. You look like you showered. Well, because you said, can you come over now? And I said, yeah, I'm going to shower. You said you were naked. You're getting some clothes on. Well, I, I, was, I was still in my jammies. Do you wear pajamas? <laughs> just like just a t-shirt that I was do you, wear, do you just walk around in your underwear? No. What do you walk around in? It was just a t-shirt and sweatshorts. Okay. Sweatshorts. You're not an underwear walking around guy. No. I'm Michael Rosenbaum from the Hollywood Hills in California. I'm Brian Taylor from the same place. <laughs> a little wave to the camera. We love you guys and uh, be good to yourself. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.